Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. I was always told by the people of old <laughs> that, you know, when you get married, you, the friends, you kind of need to change your circle. You should hang out with other married people. They understand um, what it is to be married and they won't be a bad influence on you, especially being brand new uh, to the married life. That's what I was told. That's what I heard. Um, I heard this, the same amount of, same type of advice over and over again to people, my friends, to family members. Uh, I heard it all, all the time. And it kind of like stuck in my mind that once I got married, that I would possibly shift and have a whole new set of friends. But when I got older and I got into um, serious relationships and eventually I, I got married, I realized that really and truly you are responsible for who you keep in your life married or not, and the friends that you keep. That is truly up to you as an individual. I believe that the fear or the conversation around single people hanging out with people that are, say, for instance, married or in committed relationships, I think the overall idea is that somehow your reckless single friends are going to entice you, encourage you, or influence you to do something that may jeopardize your relationship. And I can say that can that could be true, depending on your circle of friends, that their motive may not be um, uh, aligned in alignment with your. Um, the needs, the desires, or the expectations um, of being in a committed relationship. So I can say that. However, adults, we're adults here. We make our own decisions. We determine what actions and activities that we're going to participate in. And that speaks more to a person's character and less about who they have in their lives. So in this episode, I am going to discuss the single and ready to mingle friends, the person that is in the relationship, and the partner, okay? Because we really have three different perspectives to uh, quickly explore and also um, delve into the real core or the real reasons why uh, people may take issue 
with single people having fun with their friends who are in committed relationships. So I will be back real quick right after this 60-second commercial break. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, from the top, many of you know that I am a divorcee. I was married uh, for a little shy of maybe seven years or so, seven or eight years. But I had a really good friend, and she's going to kill me if she hears this, but just keeping it real, had a really good friend. We're good friends now, but when um, me and her, we were married around the same time, and I mean, we're, we married young, but we married around the same time, and at this point in time, she was um, overseas in the military had a really, really nice life, met her husband in the military, and, you know, as years went on, we just kind of lost touch, you know, we had our own lives, and, you know, just adulthood just set in, and she's the type of friend that I can always pick up the phone, or vice versa, and we just pick up, like, we just talked to each other just yesterday, and it could be months, and that's the way our bond and our relationship is even to today. When when we were both married at the same time, after our divorces, and I can't remember who got divorced first or what have you, um, sometime after our divorce, the communication was still a little spotty, but she knew that she could always reach out to me and, you know, vice versa. So fast forward to a little couple years down the road, she ended up dating and falling madly in love with, after her divorce, I'm not sure if I said that, um, she fell in love and fell head over heels for uh, this one particular guy. We still, at this time, she was back in the States, but we lived a couple of states away so it wasn't like I could just run to her house and vice and you know what have you trying not to say vice versa all all day I feel like I've been saying that all week but you know I started I think during the time that she was reaching out to me a lot because she was going through some things within her relationship um our gaps in between our conversations were kind of uh, shortening, like instead of me hearing from her every two months, it was like I'm hearing from her maybe every couple of weeks, and then it came down to every couple of days, and she knew she can come to me for help, advice, just to listen, to have have an ear, that's what friends are for, and I was there for it. At the time, I don't think I was seeing anyone, I was divorced also, and I was available, just like a good friend should be. However, I noticed that um, 
I didn't expect to always speak to her or what have you, but it was good to, you know, have hash my uh, bounce ideas off of her with whatever I had going on because she got me like no other. She's like one of the friends that I've had the longest in life. Met her when I was in grade school. And I noticed that probably a couple months in, I started dating and I was like, okay, well, I needed to bounce some ideas or what she thought off of her and some other friends. But I kind of noticed that every time (laughs) there was uh, time for me to share what my experiences was, just to say, hey, am I tripping? She was really not available. It was like I was available to absorb everything that she was going through, and it was a lot. But when it came time for me to say, okay, yeah, what do you think about this? It was like, oh, girl, I got to go. And I picked up on it. I didn't say anything. I was like, maybe I'm tripping. And I picked up on it so much to where it kind of changed the dynamics of our relationship. I pulled back. I wasn't as available uh, because I felt like things was, it wasn't balanced and things, I didn't feel like the attention that I was given was reciprocated. So um, just from being in that perspective, I understood the things that she was going through. I understood how important it was for her to have someone to talk to. And when things were great with with them, which they turned out to be good, um, I didn't, I would rarely hear from her. Just just on a normal, like back on our normal schedule where we would talk every couple months. And again, when we would talk, we would talk for hours. But when things started lightening up, and I'm pretty sure some of you guys can relate, that person, that friend is kind of, they're happy, their life is good, they really don't need you. So in this particular segment of this episode, I'll speak to um, the single friends. And again, before the commercial, I stated that I would delve into the three parties, the single friends, the friend that is in the relationship, and then the partner. But I'm starting off with the single friends. As a friend, what's to someone who is in a relationship, or especially those who just a friend who just started seeing someone that they really like and things are starting to develop, we have to understand that the excitement that comes with being with someone um, can be just overwhelming for your friend, right? Uh, It could be that they're a type of person that jumps from relationship to relationship because they need and they're that dependent. And so if that's the case, you're kind of used to the up and down communication if that person cannot or is not used to splitting up their time. Um, We have to understand that all of us, regardless if we want to admit it or not, would love to be in a good, healthy, positive relationship. And there's an excitement there when you are with someone you want to spend all of your time, all of your free time, initially, (laughs) 
with that person. And as that happens, the time, the free time, and you got to admit, after work, school, maybe people that have children, there's really not that many hours in the day or that much time during the week or even on weekends to divvy between our responsibilities, our commitments, our um, promises to ourselves, and then whatever's left uh, goes to whoever is priority at that time. So we have to understand when our friends start to see people and date people that that communication, that time may not be as abundant as it was at first. And number one, that's understanding. Secondly, you have to um, make those adjustments. You have to understand, okay, she's my go-to or he's my go-to. That's every time I need some advice or any time I, I want to hit up happy hour, I'm used to hitting up my homeboy David and we can go and hit up a happy hour on Fridays or anytime that I need my makeup done I can go to my best friend Carol and we can do make she'll do my makeup and you know I'll go out or we can all go out and have a girls night we just have to make those adjustments and understand that the time that they may have had available for us is being taken up and their attention is being taken by someone that they've decided decided to pursue a relationship with. And that's so very true. And some people, it's hard for people to make that adjustment and they become resentful. But you also have to realize that um, that's what friendship is about, making adjustments, making room for things that are important for you as well as important for your friend, especially if you have a true friendship. You want to see your friend happy, and if this individual is making that person happy, then you have to make some type of adjustments and understand you can't take all of their time, and you don't want to put them in a position where they feel like they have to choose between you and whoever they're with. Because at the end of the day, they're going to choose who they want to be with, right? So number one, uh, understand number two make adjustments number three you have to be supportive of their relationship and being supportive or su- not of the relationship let me back up you need to be supportive of your friend's decision to be in a relationship period if the relationship is not a good one then that's where you as a friend throw your support out there and let them know I want to be there for you. However, this is how I feel about this person or this situation. You can still support a person and their desire to be in a relationship without being, um, I guess, without um, condoning the person that they're with. Okay? Support is for your friend. Um, and if it's something you can't get with or something you don't agree with, Just make sure that you have that line of communication open with your friend. Hopefully that has already been established. The next thing is respect. You have to respect their decision. Not only be supportive of it, you have to respect their decision and respect their relationship. They're no longer single. So 
inviting them to or encouraging them to do things that would be otherwise frowned upon or might cause an issue if their significant other found out. You don't want to be that friend at all. A lot of times you end up losing your friend behind uh, just trying to get in between or trying to do things that could uh, have a negative impact on their relationship. So you have to respect the relationship. You don't have to respect the person that they're with necessarily. or res- And I say that lightly. <laughs> but you don't have to... You do need to respect the person that they're with, right? But you don't have to necessarily be around or care for that person at all. So you have to respect the person. Sorry, I kind of talking about me now, but you don't you don't have to necessarily condone uh, the relationship to still have respect for your friend's decision to be in one and. By doing so, you're not trying to encourage them or persuade them to do something that could be detrimental to the relationship for any reason. You can just be honest, you can be straight up, you can be clear, but convincing or trying to convince somebody to step outside of the relationship uh, once they've decided to be in one is not good. Now, that should not be confused with encouraging your friend to get out of a bad situation. Those are two different things, Um, and that's definitely for a different episode. And the last thing is communicate. If you feel that your friend is no longer the same person, if they are not giving you what you need or you feel like you need from them out of relationships, speak up. Let them know. They may not even notice or realize what type of impact that their new relationship or the relationship doesn't even have to be new. Maybe it's gone to a different level. Um, they may not even know that you care, know that you notice. They may not even notice that there's a change, and that's true. It's, it's very well possible that they didn't even notice. I had a friend recently tell me um, how she felt that I just wasn't there and available and had nothing to do with me being in a relationship. It had everything to do with me being extremely busy with uh, some of my initiatives. But you have to keep that line of communication open so there aren't hurt feelings and so that you don't misconstrue something. Maybe it just takes a, a phone call or a face-to-face with the person to let them know how you feel. So... Those are my five things for the single. Understand, um, be understanding, make some type of adjustments. Respect is very, very key. Be supportive and always communicate. Now moving on to the friend who is in the relationship. And we've all kind of wore this hat before, or most of us have. You have to understand that this change in your life not only has an impact on you, it has an impact on everyone around you. It impacts everyone that you've interacted with. And it also has an impact on you. 
you may find that you're trying to juggle everybody in your life and trying to make everyone happy, which you can't do. Period. But you have to understand the feelings that maybe your significant other is sharing that they're not getting any time or is enough of your time. Maybe because you're used to being a routine and you haven't allowed anybody to shake that routine at all. Maybe you're a guy into sports and every every Friday or every Sunday you do something with the boys every Sunday. Maybe there's just something that you do. Doesn't necessarily mean that you need to adjust your schedule for football season, but you have to be understanding of the feelings that maybe your significant other may feel, as well as on the flip side, maybe your friends are feeling that they're being slighted. You have to be understanding of the feelings and be receptive of either the criticism or the suggestions or the complaints that that you hear uh, from them. You have to be receptive of it because maybe you're doing things and you don't even realize, even especially a lot of times it's not even intentional, right? You're just going through life being you, either enjoying the hell out of the person you're with and everything else falls on the wayside or... You're keeping on with your routine and the person that you're with is feeling neglected. Number two, be available. That goes hand in hand with um, the communication piece. Being available does not necessarily mean that you have to be physically there all the time with anybody. Being available is being available emotionally being available just to talk, just to, even if it's just to say hello or send a quick message, I'm thinking about you, how can I help you? Is, you know, do you, you have a moment, maybe we can do brunch. Those type of things go a long way with your friends because you don't want them to feel neglected at all, especially because in relationships, you're going to need your friends. I mean, no relationship is so perfect that you can throw all your friends away. And you I wouldn't even suggest that you did. Because you have to have a life. You had a life before you met this person. And you will continue to enjoy and have a life after the relationship. Uh, if, and I'm, if <laughs> the relationship does not go on for a long period of time. So make yourself available. If there are some times where you're hanging out or you notice you, you're hanging out with this new person in your life and you're like, you know what, I really haven't hung out with the fellas. She's not going to mind. Let me let her know, hey, on this particular weekend, I'm going to hang out with my boys. Or maybe you're going to do something where you used to watch sports all the time at one of your friends' house and you hadn't really been doing it because you've been wrapped up into a whole bunch of other things, just say, hey, you know, tell your friends, hey, uh, do I still have a spot at the table? Sometimes friends will back completely away and allow you to come and open up and open that door. And a lot of times that door is still always open. But nothing's worse than the only time you they hear from you.
is when you need something, that is the worst. No one wants to feel used. So always be available. You never know what your presence can do for a friend that might be in need but doesn't really want to bother you because you haven't been available here a lot lately. And then it goes into the next, which is balance. You need to be able to balance your time and determine what is a priority for you. And those things that are minor priorities, still make time for those things. Be it that you volunteer um, and now you're not doing that as much. Or maybe you slacked off. And this is the a main thing, a main theme that I know about. You start hanging out with someone and your routines, you kind of stop doing what you normally do. Maybe you work out and you go jogging every Saturday. And now your Saturdays are filled with trying to get over hanging out late on Friday night. Uh, maybe your routine is that maybe you're an avid churchgoer. And now this new person in your life and your friends who's always been there, you're trying to juggle all of that. And some of the things that is important to you are getting kind of like left on the wayside. And you also want to balance within yourself mentally to make sure that you are still who you are, that you are not wrapped so much into this person to where your every thought is this person, right? To where you don't lose yourself. We lose ourselves. We lose ourselves sometimes in relationships, especially if the relationship is so good and we haven't had this in a long time or ever before or this is something that we never thought we would get again. You can't lose yourself. So definitely have have some type of um, of balance. And again, I will say this, communication is so key. It is key that you communicate to your significant other, your desire to spend more time with your friends or concerns that you may have about um, the way you may feel when you want to hang out with them, Right. Maybe the conversation has come up to where or you know your significant other enough, well enough to know that they feel uneasy about you hanging out with your friends. And that is a sign of a different and a deeper problem. So, and on the same time, on the same token, communicate to your friends. They're, that's part of the the relationship there, you know, uh, Maybe your friends wants to always go out and do all a whole bunch of things that you know may cause problems with your relationship. Then just, you know, basically communicate, you know, I would love to, but I'm doing this. And be honest in your communication. Sometimes we know we're spending so much time, and I know I've been guilty of this too. You're spending so much time with this person to where you're like, gosh, I'm enjoying this, but I don't want, every time I, my friends invite me to go out, I'm always hanging out with this girl, and that's something I'd rather do, but I don't want to let them know that I'm just all in this, like my nose is wide open, <laughs> I'm all 
into whatever this girl wants to do and vice versa for women maybe you don't want to admit every time that they reach out to you that you really want to check with him first to make sure that he don't have something planned for you guys to do if that's a priority in your life right now there's nothing wrong with communicating and say hey you know I'm really getting to know um, Ed or I'm getting really getting to know Priscilla and you know I'm gonna have to catch you when I can because this person has my attention right now your friends are going to respect that a lot more up front instead of better excuse me than you making excuses or committing to something that you know you're going to counsel so be open to communicating and be honest with yourself and honest with your friends and your significant other. So just to recap that sec section, as the person in the relationship torn between hanging out with your friends and spending time with your significant other, there are five things. You have to understand their feelings, okay? Be open to their feelings, be receptive. Number two, be available. Make yourself available even if you don't have that much time. If it's on the ride home from, from work. If it's in the morning on your ride to work. If it's late at night. If it's just when this person is, say for instance, has a class or going to the gym. And you know you got a quick 30, 45 minutes. Take the time to reach out, even if it's in text message, okay? But don't make text your primary method of communication. Um, and then set up times where you sit and hang out with the person. If your evenings is caught up with this person, because this person is only off work in the evening and you're available, say, for instance, on a Saturday date, set up a brunch, so you're not really feeling like you're compromising because this is the person you really want to hang out with, but you still want half time for your friends. Plan something around when that person is doing something or not available, okay, uh, to reduce conflict. Have a good balance. Outside of your friends, your family, uh, your significant other, have a good balance of activities that you do just for you and make sure that you are not... Make sure that you are not neglecting things that are important to you just to be in the presence of anybody. And then lastly, communicate. Be honest about your communication. Be honest about your feelings as it relates to what you really want to do. Do not be shy. Do not be afraid. Don't care what nobody think about you saying, hey, I want to kick it with this person every single moment that I can right now. Understand it's not going to be like this forever, but this is the way I'm feeling. Every weekend that this girl is available, I'm trying to be in her face. If that's how you feel, or every weekend that he's in town, or every weekend that he's off, or he's only off on the weekends, that's where I'm going to be on the weekends. We can kick it any other time. Communicate that. People will respect that a lot more. And then lastly, moving on to the partner. If you're the partner in the situation and you know that your significant other is um, has a really or had an active life before you came along, or in the active, it could be whatever you consider active. I'm speaking of a person who you're 
care to spend time with has other things going on. You have to, most importantly, be open to compromise. Okay? Compromise is so key to uh, the whole thing. And it's key to relationships as well. You want to be honest about your feelings. Just keep it real. You know, I had a friend and I can say this is true of men and women, but I can definitely say I hear this more from, uh, I hear this more out of men complaining about women. So I think women do this more, but men complain about this a lot. If you have a problem with him hanging out with his friends, don't act like you are cool with it when you know that you're not. I'm not saying have a complete fit, but communicate. Nothing's worse than um, having anybody. This could be men or women. I'm just, just saying a lot of times it's us women because we think men should read our minds. And they should, but they don't. <laughs> so if you have a problem with something, don't act like everything's cool and then have a bitch fest about it after he comes back or the following day. Okay? You have a problem. He's going to a bachelorette party. Excuse me, a bachelor's party. You knew this party was coming up. You know he's going to go. And you acting like it's cool, but every day that it gets closer and closer to that night... You're getting more and more anxious. Your attitude changes. Everything starts to shift. You start being really short with him. And all of a sudden now you have time for friends you didn't have time for. Um, because you're feeling some type of way. Be honest with him. Communicate. If this is the person for you, they're going to be honest with you. Hopefully, if you're in a good relationship. And again, if this is the right person, you have already established a um, a good connection, a good bond. And if you guys are in a good space, but if you're in a good space or not, still communicate that. You have to be honest about your feelings. If you feel a certain type of way about one of their friends, you got to communicate that. But you also, on the same token, you have to be fair. People had a life before you. They did. She had a life. You had a life. Before before you guys even met and came along. You have to respect the fact that they, they do things. They'll, they will be doing things with you. But they will also have uh, a desire to do things without you. Outside of your presence. You know, the best type of relationships are the ones in which there's honest communication and there is plenty, plenty of room for, um, for growth. And that only happens when we are receptive and we are open with our communication and our feelings. You also need to be selfless. It's not always about you or what you like or what makes you feel comfortable. 
I know people right now that don't like their significant other's friends, their spouse's friends, but they find a way to make it work. When I was married, my husband at the time had a friend that I didn't care for. I voiced my concerns about this individual. But I respected my husband's decision to remain friends with this guy. Even in spite of some of the things that this guy was about and some of the things that this guy has done. And at the end of the day, that is your significant other's friend, their the person that they have chose to keep in their life. It may be an indicator of their character, or it may be a lifelong friend that they've just grew up and bonded with, that nothing has really happened to make them say, I don't want this person in my life. You have to be selfless, and you have to respect their decision on continuing certain friendships. But you also, also owe it to yourself to, un to make a decision whether or not certain actions and things are acceptable to you. If you come up with the old school idea that single people should not date, excuse me, not date, Single people should not be friends and hang out with people that are in relationships or married. If that is your school of thought, you're going to probably be in for a rude awakening. And I say that because majority of the people that are majority of people are single. And I can tell you, just because a person's married, or just because that friend is in a serious relationship does not mean that that person is acting like they are in a relationship. You can't be naive to think that everybody that's in a relationship is acting like they're in a relationship. There's a lot of people in relationships acting very, very single. And sometimes those are the people that you really don't even, that you don't want your significant other or spouse to be around. Those are the people you should be worried about, not the single person, period. I've known plenty of single women and men, excuse me, single women and men who conducted themselves with a lot of respect, as much respect as you would think. And they respected their friends' relationships a lot of times more than married people or people in committed relationships that didn't respect their own relationship, let alone someone else's. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Dating While Black. If you have a show idea or a suggestion, 
please reach out to us at info at datingwhileblack.org. This show was brought to you in part by Blush Bartending, Kitty Paw Shoes, Brunch and Body, and The Hunt Dallas. To find out more about Dating While Black, please check us out on all social media platforms. You can also visit our website at www.datingwhileblack.org. We appreciate your support. And as always, put a big smile on someone's face and go love on someone. So if you like what you've heard so far and you would like more, I invite you to come over to our Patreon account where you can have access to our premium podcast exclusively for our community members. These podcasts gives more detailed advice, insight, and input on special topics. You also receive monthly downloadable content that helps you on your journey and on your way. And as a member, we also encourage you to sound off on the DWB soundboard and become a part of our growing community. You can even submit your relationship questions anonymously to get feedback. You never know, your question also may be anonymously (laughs) used in one of our podcasts as well. Check us out on Patreon. You can either download the app or go to patreon.com forward slash Dating While Black Podcast. Again, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Dating While Black Podcast. Hope to see you over there. Bye.